0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this episode of Patriots Strong. Thank you so much for tuning in. I just wanted to dive into a couple things um, this week that have been brought to my attention on Telegram and things that people have shared with me that I thought you might like also. Um, it's crazy times right now, you guys. I don't know if you've been keeping up or if you've heard what's going on in Australia, but... Like, every day that I wake up, I feel like I'm living in some kind of sci-fi movie where everybody else is asleep or blindfolded and they don't even know what's going on. In Australia, right now, the government is requiring citizens to download this app on their phone. Um, It's like a tracker, like a GPS tracker thing, and at any given point, they can send you a notification And you have 15 minutes to respond back to prove that you are in the location that you're supposed to be at or that if you're at home, like I don't even know. Um, But, what? It's crazy to me. And if you don't respond back, then the police are sent to your location that's pinged from your phone to see like what's up or why you aren't where you're supposed to be or why you left home, like whatever. Can you like actually comprehend and fathom that? As if we're not already under the thumb. Can you imagine if the United States had some kind of policy like that, um, where we had 15 minutes to respond to a text message asking like where we are to prove where we are by taking a picture? Can you imagine the kind of pictures that people here would send, especially if it was under the Biden administration. I can only begin to imagine um, the kinds of pictures that people would respond with. It's uh, very entertaining to think about that. Australia has officially gone off the deep end, and it's not about a virus anymore. If people are still asleep and still think that it is, then you are literally living in a blue pill world and I feel sorry for you whenever you finally do wake up because you are in for a very rude awakening. Now, all the schools have started back recently and um, my last few episodes ago I shared with you guys some information that I had found about the American Rescue Plan and how states are getting billions of dollars to mandate and push the CDC guidelines. If you didn't find that episode, or if you've not watched that episode yet, go back and find it. It's very interesting. Um, I think the entire thing was 122 billion. No, sorry, 122 trillion dollars for schools, like nationwide. Ohio is getting 4.4 billion dollars to distribute among their like school districts and school associates, whatever to push the uh, CDC guidelines. That's why all of your kids are having to mask up again. It's all about the money. Nothing is about uh, safety or like, because of your health. It's about compliance and money, and that's it. Now, everybody is like up and armed about all the new variants. I think uh, Delta was on the rise. Lambda, now they have a new one. Like. Mew or Moo or something like that who really gives a crap about it because it's all fake. Um, Anyways, if there even is like a Delta variant, um, which again, I don't think there is. I think it's just a big scare tactic to try and get everybody to do what the CDC wants them to do, or what Fauci wants them to do, or in our case, uh, Mike DeWine. Like first off, how do you even know there are new variants? And it's just not, like, starting over again. It's not like the PCR test can tell the difference. The PCR test doesn't even measure viral loads. It only detects the presence of viral pathogens in the first place. Like, it's not even specific to SARS-CoV-2 because there is no isolated sample that they can, like, compare anything to, to like, test your blood or, like, your saliva, whatever, say, oh, yeah, this is what we're looking for, and this is definitely what is presented and shows up right here in your test so you are 100% uh, diagnosed with COVID. It doesn't work like that because the PCR tests don't work like that. And everybody is going to see that soon enough. Um, in December, the CDC is pulling the PCR tests from their protocol to test for uh COVID-19 so the new tests will be able to differentiate between all coronaviruses between the flu and uh COVID-19 you know whatever it just won't be grouped into a gener- generalized um data i guess okay anyway um i don't know if you guys have been following me for a while but about a month, not probably two months ago, I had the Iowa Mama Bears on my show. Um, Kimberly, she's on my Facebook. She posted something that showed the uh, amount of cases in Iowa versus the population of Iowa. And like how little amount of people are actually dying from this. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, and I did it for Ohio. Okay, I don't know if you guys can see this or not, but since COVID has begun, like cases and deaths um, of all time, right here, there have been 20,947 deaths from COVID. And to be honest with you, I don't even know if that's a true number because the CDC has already been uh, caught with their number in fluations. So like... That number probably isn't even true because it's the deaths from COVID only without any underlying conditions or anything like that um, that we're looking for. Anyway, let's just go off this. So the total deaths in Ohio are 20,947. Okay, and we're going to go over to the population. This is from populationnew.com. As the most recent um, population totals, so according to this site, the current um, population of Ohio is thought to be around eleven point seven five million. So, to get our death rate, we do the um, population. No, cases over population. Okay, so you are going to want to take. The total amount of deaths, which is 20,947, divide that by 11.75. Okay, that means Ohio's death rate from COVID 19 this entire time, so for the past 18 months, is 0.0017. Again, I got that by dividing the number of deaths by the population. That is the likeliness that you are going to die from covid okay it's not that serious i put this on my facebook and i had some friends comment also with their states um in minnesota you have a 0.0013 percent chance of dying from covid and montgomery alabama this friend did her specific area, not just the state, um, there's a 0.0621% chance that you pass away from COVID. In North Carolina, there is a 0.0014% chance that you are going to die from coronavirus or COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2, however you want to phrase it. The point is, take off your masks because you don't need them. Stop lining up to get a shot for something that has less than a 0.05% chance that you're going to die from it. You are more likely to die from the vaccine than you are from the virus itself. And if the cure is worse than the problem, it's bad. That's going to lead me... um, right into our next little segment topic thing. Let me go back over this way for a minute. Okay, so one more thing before I hop off. It's a short episode, only a, a handful of things. Um, Want to spend time with my family this weekend. We have a, an extra day off tomorrow. Happy Labor Day to everybody. But let me actually pull this up, hold on. Okay, actually, really fast before I bring that up, I wanted to go over um, one more quick thing. You guys have probably heard of Joe Rogan. He is a very popular podcaster. Um, I don't listen to him that much, but like I know him from his days on Fear Factor. And I've listened to a couple of his podcasts. They're usually very long, and I honestly just don't have that much time. <laughs> anyway, um, he was recently diagnosed with covid Which, again, you don't really know if you have COVID or not because the PCR test can't detect or differentiate between COVID versus the flu or any other, like, viral pathogen. Okay, so, he was diagnosed with COVID, okay? Um, This is what I'm reading from, just, I don't know if you can see it or not. No, probably not. Okay. Well, I tried. Um, It says, Rogan... Said he was treated with several medications, including evermectin, a dewarming veterinary drug that the FDA had approved. Um, this is like a thing that's all the doctors are saying that it's going to work. It's a molecule and a pill. The molecule's not going to know where it's going because it's in this medication. Like it's, it works. It's been proven to work. Anywho, um, Joe Rogan said he was treated with that. Along with prednisone, which is a steroid, and then a vitamin drop, which I'm pretty sure he had the Z-Pack, which is zinc, vitamin D, and vitamin C. It might have a couple other things in it. But, um, he shared a picture, I'm guessing, from his Twitter or maybe from his Facebook. I don't know. Oh, please go. No. Anyway. Oh, kind of. Okay, well, he shared a result he tested negative for COVID-19. Two days, okay, two days after being diagnosed, he was treated, had all the vitamin drops and the Z-Pak, the Abernectom, and he was fine, good to go. So, a hospital, local to me, um, a doctor was treating patients with that, and I guess it went to court for whatever reason um okay actually i just got that story wrong i wanted to bring it up for you so you guys can read it so a hospital refused to give the them to a covid patient and then the judge ordered that the doctors had to administrate it um again this is in westchester so it's probably i don't know there's a, a few hospitals in westchester actually Said when her husband got so sick from the coronavirus that he was forced into a medically induced coma this month, Julie Smith turned to Evernectum, a dewarming drug that some people are using to treat or prevent COVID. My husband is on death's doorstep, she wrote, according to an affidavit. He has no other options. Yet yeah, when Julie Smith got a prescription from an Ohio doctor at a hospital in Westchester, Ohio, um, allegedly refused to administer the drug to jeffrey smith while he was seriously ill and on a ventilator side note ventilators are is what's killing you guys from not you guys listening obviously but people from COVID because the ventilator goes into your lungs and blows up your lungs it like hyper inflates them and your body responds negatively to that and then you die anyway according to a lawsuit she filed on behalf of her husband this month the hospital is was required to administer the unproven treatment to Jeffrey Smith, 51, after a judge ruled in Julie Smith's favor. On August 23rd, Butler County Judge J. Gregory Howard ordered uh, Westchester Hospital to treat Smith with Evernecdom for three weeks as requested by his wife. The judge made the decision, even though the FDA hasn't approved it, um, to treat or prevent COVID-19. They have a approved the Pfizer, although that's a whole other can of worms that we're getting ready to dive into, um, for the advertise against the use amid spiking calls to uh, poison centers after people to- took the potent versions for- of the drug meant for livestock. Westchester Hospital shall immediately administer evermectin to Jeffrey Smith, uh, Howard wrote on his order, which was first reported by the Ohio Capital Journal and Cincinnati Inquirer. Okay, so, oh, so UC Health is the hospital that is denying this. Um, A spokeswoman for the hospital said she cannot comment on the specifics of the patient because of privacy laws HIPAA. But everybody's trying to find out everybody's vaccine status, so, you know, whatever. Anyway, that's cool. Okay, so what I wanted to dive into next, and this is the last thing. Um, one more thing before I go. A lot of people don't know, maybe some of you guys do, probably a lot of you guys listening right now do know about this, what happened in 2009 with Pfizer. Uh, In 2009, Pfizer had to pay the largest criminal fine in history. So they paid $75 million to market this drug to children in Africa to see the uh, um, effects, I guess. But, headline from the New York Times, so like I'm not making it up. In 2009, the pharmaceutical giant Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion to settle silver in- civil and criminal allegations that it had illegally marketed its painkiller Bextra, which has now been withdrawn. Okay, time out, pause. Just because the FDA has approved something doesn't mean that it's not going to be withdrawn later after all of these uh, adverse side effects and whatever come to light. Okay. Okay. It was the largest health care fraud settlement and the largest criminal fine of any kind ever. Although the investigation began and largely ended during the Bush administration, top Obama administration officers, sorry, officials uh, held a news conference to celebrate the settlement. It's another step in the administration's ongoing effort to prosecute any individual or organization that tries to rip off health care consumers in the federal government, said Kathleen Sebulis, the Secretary of Health and Human Services. I wonder what Kathleen has to say about what's going on right now. Isn't that interesting? $2.3 billion. And you want to trust Pfizer. Okay, it's up to you, but I'm just saying, I went not trust Pfizer, and you don't need a vaccine for something that has a death rate of, what was it, 0.0017 here in Ohio. You don't need it. Take your mask off. Stop living in fear. We are not living in a world full of bubble wrap. You need to live and be around people and Go outside and get the vitamin D from the sun and stop listening to mainstream media. Turn off your news. Find other news source outlets. Stop being afraid. That's all I got for you guys tonight. Have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Enjoy your extra day off. God bless you. God bless this country. And together we're patriots strong.